Hi, welcome to Two Girls and a Ghost. I am Mohoni. And I'm Mumboy. And today we are discussing relationship, relationships, a relationship with others. Yeah, you. <laughs> okay, let me give a fun fact before we begin. You can use lemons instead of deodorant. Leaves your armpits feeling fresh, but downside is that your armpits will become itchy. That's according to Mumboy. I'm not sure, but my armpits are itchy. And we haven't used the lemon. And we haven't used the lemon today. But best part is that you don't sweat and you don't smell. You're very fresh. That's party. true. That's true. I can attest to that. Yeah. So ditch the deal for a while and just get yourself a lemon. Lemons are ten bob. Yes. Deal is like two hundred. You know. Or what? One something. But yes. yeah, the sweat will make your armpits itch. It's really annoying. Hey. Small price too. Anyways, so. Relationships and others. Yes. Do you want to say anything before we start? Before we start, my <laughs> views on this subject are very not nice. Yeah. So feel free to co- to convert, <laughs> to disagree, and you don't have to take my opinion as law. This is entirely. I pray for her. Yes, you can pray yeah, for me. me too. And also, one boy's views are hers entirely, but we just hope it sheds light. Yeah. On whatever we'll talk about. So first things first. Do you owe your friends or family anything? The Sally that is me will say no. <laughs> the Sally that is that knows Jesus will say yes. Because mm-hmm. the Bible says, um, oh no man, nothing but to love them. Uh, so I feel like that's the only debt I owe anyone. Um, but yeah, physical me, no. <laughs> no. Don't owe anyone anything. Okay. <laughs> um, I agree. Because, especially, I think this hurts people, especially for friends, if they've helped you through something or yeah. they've done a lot. Like, let's say you lend me 500 bob. And then the time I'm stuck somewhere, I ask you for, you ask me for 500, yeah? And I don't give it to you. Yeah. You feel so insulted. Like, no, see, I, was, I helped you and you had nothing. Oh. But the truth is, yeah, it will reveal your motive for helping. Because if you're helping me to be a good friend, you don't mind if I can or can't give you. But if you're helping for one day to be helped. Yeah, so your motives are called out. You know. And for Christians, you're told to give without... Because God gives without repentance. Yeah. Because when he gives you a gift, he, he has given you. He's not sorry. He won't take it back. It is yours. But now when humans give, it's so you help me out someday. Yeah. When I'm not there, when I'm not okay. As for family, because of them putting in so much in you, they believe you owe them something. But truth is, it was their responsibility. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Like, um, can you describe um, like those responsibilities that... Your family has? Yeah, that... Yeah. Um, raising you. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, of our times, giving an, an education. Yeah. E- equipping you with necessary skills for survival. Or just for living, bro. Yeah, like so many parents tell you, you know what, I give birth to you, and wow. Like giving birth is not the end. It isn't. It's just the beginning. Yeah. The nine months was the preparation. Consequence of you having sex, your fan brought me out. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, not, yeah and satisfying any needs. Uh, emotional, psychological, physical, financial, spiritual. Yeah. Like being a parent is a lot of work. It's a lot. I can't imagine what those people go through. I think that's probably why they expect you to give something. Yeah. Because it's like they're like this job is just so high. 
Uh, the price is high. The price is high, but then again, we didn't ask for that to be born. To be born. So there's that. There's also that element. Another to be born to you. Another thing. Mm. Shit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so if you're planning on having kids, don't like go to a children's home. Just go there <laughs> for like twelve hours. Oh my god. I should mm-hmm. just expose it. Let me tell you now this. So now <laughs> we go with one boy to this children's home. Um, <laughs> in my home, it's a, it's like an orphan. It's not an orphanage. They just take in children who are like months old till they grow. So we go there to volunteer to feed them at feeding time because they they don't have enough hands to do it. One boy being one boy, he <laughs> had wanted like seven children prior to this experience. <laughs> if you see her dancing right now, you should have seen her face then. <laughs> So we're sitting there, we're feeding kids. Not surprisingly, the kids on boy takes, all of them had problems feeding. And the other time I came, they didn't have problems feeding. Should have seen her face. So when we left, she was just, I felt so validated about how she was schooled, that babies are not objects. They might be happy today, temperamental the next. So needless to say, your numbers reduced to? Three to one. Three to one children from seven because of one but feeding can, instance. Yeah, but I can still adopt teenagers and stuff. You see now, <laughs> the sons who can take care, of, can take care of them. <laughs> but you don't want babies. What was the point of all of that? Parenting. Um, yeah, parenting. Parenting is not a joke. You okay? You practically raised your small sister. Yeah. How was that? Hey. PTSD. Oh my god. So oh my sad. god. Like, yeah. Oh, and keep in mind, when the sister came, um, Mahoney was 16. So she had school, homework, chores at home, and a kid. And her mother was just going to see us. So she wasn't uh, doing yeah, jack. And she couldn't She had to be in bed. And we couldn't find a house for the life of us. Oh, and then at that time, I was in my final year. Yeah. It was hard. At that time, it didn't feel hard. Yeah. It didn't. And I think that's what the Bible says, that God gives you grace for where you're at. But post... Post, like when I look looking back, back hey Mahalia used to nah, nah, that's hunger so you feed her like three drops of none you go wash clothes nah, nah, again so you come back Kenny it was, was a chubby baby she was she was born at 5.7 kg she was big so you can imagine her appetite was just voracious and then mom is sleeping half the time because she's still worn out yeah. so you're washing clothes you're making food for mom you're making food for the baby you i don't even think i used to shower honestly i don't know how many times i showered during that period i don't remember but good thing mahali used to sleep the whole night but yeah it makes yeah, you that grow was grace up. that was grace it makes you grow up i remember being at home with her during the days and then like you're boiling food, you're washing dishes, and then you put in like a karai with um with like those two huge mink blankets yeah. so that she can chill up on Danny. So you're seeing her, but you're still making her food. Any it was just I respect women. I respect women. But it made me grow up so fast and understand the weight of that responsibility. And how do you feel about having babies now? Ah, me, I'm sober about that shit. Sober being is Honestly, <laughs> even if even one, I would refuse. Yeah. I feel like I paid my dues. That <laughs> 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 was enough training. I don't want to raise a baby. Like, that was just food. And somebody was paying rent. Try imagine having to worry about rent. Worry about food for them. And diapers don't even get me started on the cost of diapers. And clothes, how fast they outgrow clothes. And shoes. Like, after a month, you have to go buy a new shoe. 
then you don't know their size so you, it's Ooh, like you always yeah, guess my god my god hey jesus their hair washing their hair and combing their hair so you get you get a kid with 4c hair you will know that jesus is blood <laughs> yeah so i feel like right now the way i am i don't want babies i would adopt teenagers like you said or a kid around six seven up someone take care of themselves yes but babies i'm not excited about that work. yeah i'm not thank you to all the orphanages that have taken out children amen those people work Please, thank you for them amen uh so the topics today are heavy <laughs> is loading. so let's start with like family mm. what do you do this can be nuclear extended but in your opinion what do you do when you hate your family Oof. what do you do when you hate your family from a non-christian perspective me i think all you can do is hate <laughs> like that is the capacity at which you're operating in yeah you can't i don't think you can love them without jesus me i don't think it's that's possible. impossible that's impossible <sighs> you cannot they'll just tick you off constantly constantly on your nerves I don't know if it's you were telling me it's like your family members are just designed to irritate you like they just know what buttons to push you and junior on your head all the time and you can't do away with them you live with them in the same house the people you spend most of your time with they regulate what you do when you I tell the first time I went for a lunch date with classmates my mom took me there no she took me there the shame i was in a levels i was 17 mom physically took me to go meet victor and flex i was like what would i do with two boys in a mall she stayed there the entire time no she just came to say but i just felt so insulted i just was so insulted so insulted that was one of the few times i ever actually went out you know Uh, it was during the day it was at midday what could we do that's like my dad would not ask, okay, can I go for a sleepover? Then they're like, have their parents call me so that you can go. What? Like before 18, <laughs> going out was a project. project. You, and you can't go out today and tomorrow because that's yeah, going out too much. Too much. Even though you've gone nowhere for the whole month. What in the world? Problems. And then now, okay, because then I live alone. It's so weird to come from home, go, go to my dad's house. And then he asks me where I'm going. <laughs> and that we crossed this when I left home. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. Yes, you're going out too much. As opposed to what? Is it your business? But you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. She's really knocked out. Uh, so from a Christian perspective, what yeah. do you do when you hate your family? I need to go pray first. You Jesus will love them through pray you. Fast. Intercede. Hey, because the things that want to come out of your mouth at that time, you can say. And the worst part is the conviction. You know you can say it, but the feeling you will get after saying what you it's said, not it's worth not it. worth it. And that time you're still so mad. Then ghosties are telling you, no, understand. They're also dealing. I'm like, I'm also dealing with stuff. Why didn't you tell them not to say that? Eh? Why am I always the bigger one here? Why do you always have to be the bigger one? I think that should be an episode on its own. We should call it pettiness versus. <laughs> you would enjoy that. This is Jesus, <laughs> Lord. Um, so you've gotten your answer. Pray and by just read your Bible, bro. Just read it. She tells. Or ch- try to remember, like 
the negative qualities about you that Christ sees. Yeah. And he loves you regardless. Regardless. Hey. And even your family puts up with your shit. It's true. All the time. Because it's not true. like you're exactly stellar. Yeah. And don't get caught up in being so offended that you think you can't do better. Yeah, that's Humble really yourself or the Lord shall humble you. <laughs> Mightily. Hey, we have been there. You don't want it. You do not want it. So, next now is coming to your friends. Have you ever had friends you've had to cut off? Ba- yeah, that's my life, basically. Yeah. Oh, boy, you're telling me today I'm her, I'm her. I'm, she's my only friend. Technically, you're my and it's true. We share all our friends. Surprisingly. That's <laughs> and they're not first as our oh, Japito Atano. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we suck. But, um, but yeah, I feel like after, after, especially after I left high school, I mean A-levels, I just didn't have friends, period. Everybody left to go to uni. I was in a rough place at home. All I had was my faith. So at that point, I, I think the friends I got now are going Pastor Robert. Uh, all the pastors in church now are adults. But people my age, I didn't have friends at all. But that, I don't think that's necessarily cutting off. Mm. That's or like people putting them off. Yeah, like, like people who you had to distance yourself from or got distance them from you. Oh, yeah. That one may happen. Yeah? Yeah. So that one has happened. Values change. Mm-hmm. How was it? Hey, shit was hard. Yeah. Just hard. Because, like, even the support system they were giving you is no longer there. And then sometimes the cutting off happens. Not because you wanted it. Like, God just makes things happen. You had, like, an argument or something. Something so small. And then... Just be a separate relationship. Exactly. You're no longer friends. Or you hear some shit, and then God just has it work out that you're no longer friends with them. Uh, but I don't think I ever physically cut off anyone. Like, really? having a conversation about us not being friends. Somehow, God just let it be that... Maybe they were offended by something I said or I did something and I didn't know and they never told me. Massive. So I never used to have those difficult conversations. But yeah, he cut them off for me. He cut them off for me. Miss Ajami, I don't think I would have had the strength to do that, if um, I'm being honest. Really? Yeah, I probably would. Why? Because I feel maybe um, not really being supported so much at home. I got it from friends, so I wouldn't do that uh, to myself or deny me. You know, I'd be like, no, I yeah, can't that's do honest. this. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, God knew you. Hey. God knew you. Thank you, Jesus. You mean you? Hey, for me, I had to talk to them physically. <laughs> <laughs> it's only happened once. For a lot of other people, it's, we've just grown distant. Yeah. We don't talk as much. Everybody has their own lives. Everybody trying to be an adult. This stuff is a scar. But. <laughs> I, I had to cut off from like a group of friends and the worst part is we all joined uni together and because no, none of us knew anyone else yeah we all went with that nini with that energy of we have each other just i it was formed trying so hard to form something really deep too fast wow yeah wow so now when my turn came like to just end it I, it was like that was a breakup I'm sorry. Three years, that was a breakup. I'm sorry. But up to date, we don't talk, and I'm glad. They can't see it, but hey, me, God removed me from someone that I needed to be mm. removed from. So honestly, if you've been cut off, first of all, it's more about them than you. Yeah. You know, it's not a you problem. But if you're doing the cutting off, especially because of Christ, it's worth it. Jesus, and if they talk shit... Heaven is celebrating. 
You know, and you're not the first one. It's true. And it won't be the first one that will talk shit about you. And we're not saying that it doesn't hurt. Just that. You'll get through it. You'll get through it. There's a scripture that says, um, if you're persecuted for Christ's name, heaven rejoices or something of the sort. Yeah. Just know there's a party in heaven. Every time that happens. Yeah, you're persecuted for Christ's name. I don't want to say. And like, even for guys who are not Christians, and that shit still happens, like cutting off or being cut off. I feel like it's also like a natural order where if you're no longer vibing with people, you're no longer on the same, some people would say energy or oh, path. Yeah. Automatically, you just separate. It just happens, you know. And uni, by the way, like you said, I don't even think you'd have been friends first uni. Most True. likely. We friends. You would have grown into such different people. You just drift. Yeah, that's true. And also take your time forming friendships. Yeah. There's no point to rush. Huh? Oh, oh, there's no point. <laughs> You're mumbling. Well, uh, there's no point to run from it. Mm. Uh, now let's go to the family you choose. Oh, I like that. That one I really like. Yeah? Okay, start. Family you choose. Ah. And I think I'm one of the best set of friends. Yeah? Yes, I'm really happy about that. And genuinely, I feel like that's my family, not not what I was born into. But this shit about blood is thicker than water. No. Okay, me, I'm not for that. That okay, It might be true for some, but not for me. Uh, it is not true. I feel like maybe for us, because we have the same faith, and that blood is thicker than water. That's, yeah, that's that one true. is thicker. But really, I've enjoyed forming that because it's people I picked knowing what they were about. Uh, yeah. You know, like I know what one boy is about, I know what Jay is about, I can Ivy. So it's like, it's something I'm consciously getting into, and I know. And obviously, it's a, it's a sense of freakish control, kitu up on Dani, like yeah. I know what I'm getting into. But still, I feel like that has provided me with more support than I would ever have thought. That's beautiful. It really is. So now, what happens when you get into conflict with these chosen family? <laughs> Again, Jesus, because, ah. Uh, the day we, I don't know one of my friends we finally f- had our first nini tiff let me call it a tiff and I was not willing to say shit I didn't want because I did it was our first and I didn't know how how and if we would ever come out of it yeah but you know what if you love somebody and you can't let them do things that you see would ruin their lives yeah. I feel like you don't always know it but you know your people. Uh, you know know your people and this guy is like you've given your life to so you know you trust them with your life and they will trust you with theirs that's true so I think love that that was kindness some conflicts are actually (laughs) (laughs) some conflicts are actually kindness Mm -hmm. in that not everything will be solved amicably not all conflict is bad you know ah yeah that's true it's not always and also it's like because you've built, I like what you said that you you were trying to build something deep so fast, that would make a shitty building even in normal foundation. Yeah. So like for us, our foundation has been love. So you know, whatever this is coming from, this guy loves me enough. Hey, do you know you many know? people can't say that about their friends or family? Like they don't Shit. know where the motives of that person. Yeah, that person are from. It's so true. But I feel like now when you choose your family, it's like you're consciously building something. You know what the root is. That's true. So me, I can trust what one boy tells me about myself that I don't see, because I know it's not coming from a place of wanting to outdo me, hate. Yeah, yeah. it's because she genuinely cares about me. So you can even take that. 
Didn't that say it's hard for people to take criticism from family? Ooh. You can't trust their motives, you know. You don't know why you're telling me. There's a time my friend told me that she thought her mom was jealous of her. And I was like, that's a heavy statement. But that happens. You know? But to actually say it and think about, like, the mother, the woman who gave birth to you is jealous, jealous of you. Would you go to? Who? <sighs> Lord. Anyways. Um, I'm really thinking about that comment. Like, that's so <laughs> painful. I hope she heals. Jesus healed And I understood at that point because I was going through something similar and I felt like she was saying things I'd been seen in my life. But you didn't want to admit? I didn't want other thing about those friends like god just has you meet people who will just have you call out things from you that you you didn't want to admit, you didn't want to admit yeah um for me may i feel like my family happened like we didn't panga anything <laughs> but i like my life like this you just find yourself somewhere i don't i don't like planning or just because you get so scared to get it wrong wow Get mm. we're not like you. Two two of people <laughs> in your life are like a planners. You will That's become true. one. Ah no, we have made it this far just with <laughs> Jesus. We will continue. But I like it that the foundation is Christ and love. And it's really hard when your foundation is Christ because when your relationship with Christ goes sideways, everything else goes sideways. Fact. You can take that to the bank. You know. So if you're choosing to be with Jesus, yeah, you'll prosper, live in abundance, do a lot of good things. Just know that once you're disconnected from the source, everything, without a doubt, follows. Exactly. Everything follows. <laughs> hey. And I forgot to shit so fast. So you won't know fast. what hit you. You won't know. That's amazing because it, 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 what you're saying about foundations, that if he was the foundation, he's no longer there. Then you go, nothing you've built will stand. At all. All even it. love by itself is not enough. Exactly, it's not. So you just need Jesus. Bottom line, but they, I don't think you can relate with people without Jesus properly. At all. You will have this false sense of peace and love. This disappearance of being cool. That's people, true. but behind the backs, you're just doing weird shit. So crazy. Um, I think it's Ghost and Asama that our disconnect from God it damages us like 10 times more than the enemy ever could. Wow. You know? Because even if, like, let's say your peace is attacked, um, where your work isn't going well, all these small, small parts of your life are just messed up. God finds a way to make you float. Yeah, through it. To make you survive. But now, if you remove God, everything sinks. Everything. <laughs> I'm like imagining that reality. It's not far. It is not far. Fear the Lord. It is the beginning of wisdom. We understand that scripture. Sana. It is the beginning of wisdom. Sana. And at the beginning of everything, why does God keep repeating foundations? At the beginning of everything, there is a foundation. There is. There is. So I feel like even for those ones who are listening, like whatever you're building, friendships, even families to be, just check what you want to build them on. Because otherwise, one day you'll wake up and you'll be like, shit, this is not what I wanted. At you know? all. Maybe you'll be in too deep. Probably it's like three kids later. Maybe you're divorced or not, happy or not, but... That's hard. The foundation is everything. You're not sure. Count your cost. Jesus said, (laughs) who... Do you know that scripture? You are you. 
let's just start building and then halfway uh, through and people laugh at people you people laugh at you because you didn't count the cost of what it took to build what you wanted to build so you stopped halfway you stopped halfway that's basically our relationships with everything these that's days true. our parents give birth to kids they can't handle so they leave you halfway through half developed kids and then you owe them when you grow up and, and you're bitter about it Damn. You're a horrible sibling in the process also because you just didn't get your fair share of being raised. That's, That's something also we should talk about, like relationship with siblings. Uh, I think we mentioned parents, but not really how we deal with siblings. Mm. Especially if you're a firstborn. Okay, no, me, I'll say that because I'm a firstborn. Maybe Am I not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I always feel like you're three. I just no. don't know the first one in your body. Firstborns and middleborns and lastborns. I'd oh like God. that to be like a forum. Yeah? Like it's a bunch of people so you get all perspectives. Why don't I look like a... I've been told I don't look like a firstborn. I think it's because you always... You just look like you've been babied. <laughs> or the way you like being loved. That's I don't think that's characteristic of most... Fir- they would not admit to it openly. Mm, that they like being loved. Yeah, and you toughness no fakwanayo. You know? Last bones you would expect. That like I would expect uh, Junior to say shit like that or Mahalia. But not Poleni. Wow, wow, we're outsiders, <laughs> eh? But yeah, there's that shit. Um <sighs> and the last heavy. thing you must still love them. Must no should yeah think, yeah should yeah i think um, i don't know if it was jana or leo ghost i've been th- i've been thinking about the role that family plays when you're going through crisis mm-hmm. and how they always have your back and and that's amazing but i also was thinking about how like you see when you talked about like when you choose your own mm-hmm. it had me confused over whether I've been harsh on my family and my views toward them and how much I would need them in the future, but right now I don't see it. Uh, so I treat don't need Yeah, because right now I really don't need them. But I think I've just been asking God to help me figure that out. But I feel like uh, you don't... It's not a must for you to love anyone, ever. But I think you do it because of love too. Like God loves them. But also, like what you said, you need to consider because... You know, if you are to love your family only because one day you might need them, that's really different. That's, that's not love. That's exactly. Not love. You just want the convenience to be there when you need it. When you need it. And a lot of the love. times, honestly, that's... I feel like that's something that holds families together. <laughs> yeah. I just want the convenience when I need it. Right now, my brother is staying at my cousin's place because of long stories. But the reason he could go to my cousin's place okay my aunt technically is because she's she's given us um a history of love mm. like there is you know her heart is just it's love yeah and you know that there if you go you'll be loved if my aunt wasn't there i don't know if there's anyone else yep, he could easily go and it's yeah. not that you don't have other family they're just the most direct people to mm. us because we've grown we've grown up a lot together and that's, I think that to some extent, that's rare for some people. But not for some families, that's extremely normal. 
Yeah, that's true. You get yeah. that nobody's left behind. You know? So if your family is like that, rejoice unto the hey, Lord. You should kneel and thank Jesus for that shit. It's if, not normal. It is not. It is not. Even normal. if they are messed up in their own way, it is mm, a start. It is a start. <sighs> Do you have any comments you want to add? Concerning family. Family or friends? <laughs> or friends. I feel like the starting line would just be thank God that you have a family to begin with. That's true. Yeah. There's kids out there who just would give everything to have what you have. Yeah. We're not refuting that it could be evil and whatever, but the Bible says that it's God who places a solitary in families. Oh. Yeah, like he picks you and puts you in that family for a reason. And it helps when things are hard and you don't understand to understand that God knew what he was doing by putting you there. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot, but also that <coughs> be open to God bringing in people who will help you meet things in yourself that your family could not have. Just be open to that. Don't shut out people in the name that they're not blood uh, and they yeah. could never be close to you. Your health might come. When Boy was telling me about her aunt and how her aunt was um, was best friends with your mom. Yeah. And I think that's such an amazing relationship that your mom's best friend can be there for you at a time when. Some of your family honestly cannot, or yeah. like your own physical nuclear family cannot, but your mother's best friend can be there for you. I think, yeah. I don't know what else to say, but I feel like family is just too complicated. That one would just be you and God. There's no manuscript on how to handle family. There's none. I don't think there is. But the good thing is, to an extent, you can choose your friends. Yeah. And God can choose for you. Like Ooh, the that's the best decision. You know? There's a family you can choose. In case you don't know, just go read up on like David and Jonathan. Mm. Yeah, I think that's it's an excellent definition of wow. friendship. Yeah. Because <laughs> those two without each other, even though one of them was privileged, I don't think they'd have made it. They wouldn't. It was grace. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So it's a heavy topic. Maybe when we get more time, we might go deeper go deeper and if you have any questions you're welcome to ask yes please and differing opinions please we might not see everything but yes like have discussions sit down and think about it contact us <laughs> yes we will post we won't say in the link yeah we will post hey <laughs> wow <laughs> but, but uh, what, what do I want to say something I wanted to say um, my brain is disobeying me I don't know. Sing a song. I'm thinking about how we're probably meant to do relationship with ghosts, but in my mind, this topic was predecided. So, <laughs> so I don't know if it's disobedience. That's where my mind is at right now. We will do ghosts next. Yeah. Oh, what did I want to say about this? Uh, oh yeah, this? I remembered. Um, in as much as we don't think about it. Um, family is the closest thing that there is to our relationship with God and it's very hard for you to have a very functional relationship with God when you're brought up in a dysfunctional Ooh. family that's true it really affects how much you see God and so I would say that for some of you maybe your inability to believe God or to trust him comes from how you you the hurt and trauma of being in your physical family because of the first definition of God you have. Exactly. They are, you know. And usually we project how we see them onto God. 
that's that's amazing very so true. much so i feel like if you're struggling in your faith with god just try and check maybe you have a lot of hurt and trauma that you've not even dealt with you buried so much it became normal so pray about that ask god to help you to give you the right image and it will become easier to love your family yeah. once you heal from that and society is hurting right now because the family institution is under so much attack eh, true. completely understatement you know because you think about it most of the guys right now who are single moms family the guys who are players it's just family issues basically family mismanagement issues. of money family issues you know but also having a double parented home doesn't mean that their life is easier yeah, yeah you don't know what goes on with those parents. Oh, sometimes you're better off in a single parent it's family <laughs> it's true and in case you are raised feeling unloved or unworthy that's not how god feels about you yeah i think the amazing thing about god is he becomes your family and your friend in one that's amazing isn't it father and a friend exactly and you know jesus and god big brother like you have both yeah. and it's just and now he feeds all the parts of you that were malnourished honestly from yeah. your childhood and he just heals you slowly so there's hope there's, there's hope. a lot of there's hope there's a lot of hope yeah i hope this is not as i can i feel tired by this conversation i hope this hasn't worn you out like so <laughs> yeah just know there's hope like one boy has said there is and you're loved you really loved and we love you we really do and we pray for you guys don't say the prayer yes i wanted to ask if i could pray okay. jesus we thank you for this subject we thank you that you're the only one who can elaborate more on it because you began the institution of family by being god's son and god by making jesus and just being together father and son and we thank you father for your ability to heal us and to write all things because you desire that we might just find love in this life thank you that you have been a father to the fatherless whether they knew it or not yeah. and you mother those who didn't have mothers you are a wife mm-hmm. and a husband to those who didn't have their spouses god that you have been all in all for all of us help us father to just to exemplify you in yeah. our relationships in those relationships heal the hurt deliver us from trauma oh god and help us not not be bitter and let us just not hold it against people because they were also hurting and they made the most out of what they had also god but we thank you that your love is able to overcome everything and be there for all of us we pray for the people who are listening god may they know that you're loved that they're loved and just cherished in jesus name amen, amen. do the salvation prayer oh repeat after me uh-huh. <laughs> dear jesus dear jesus Um thank you for dying for my sin. Thank you for dying for my sin. Thank you for loving me enough to leave heaven for me. Thank you for loving me enough to leave heaven for me. I accept you as Lord. I accept you as Lord. And I choose to walk away from my previous life. And I choose to walk away from my previous life. Today I am born again. Today I am born again. I will live for Jesus. I will live for Jesus. And I will live out the calling that he has given me. And I will live out the calling that he has given me. This has been said and bound in the name of Jesus. This has been said and bound in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the family. We love you so much. Have a nice whatever. <laughs> dot dot dot. Bye. Bye.